Trenches. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to From the Trenches, real life in the accounting industry. My name is David Boyer. I'm the CEO of Change GPS. We are brought to you by Change GPS, legendary frontline apps and tools and accounting things that are great for accounting practices to help you make more money and service your clients better. This is a very special episode. It's brought to us by one of the gold sponsors of the Trenches Summit. It's brought to us by Dext. And you may have noticed by the title of this episode, this show's titled, What Happened to Receipt Bank? This isn't me talking about it. I have a man who's one of the most accomplished product experts in the world in the accounting tech space. We're joined here all the way from the United Kingdom. Joining us from Dex is Paul Lotter. Hello, Paul. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, amazing to be joining this podcast um, today. Really excited by it and and absolutely love the title. Well, hey, look, your title, what's your exact title at Dext? My exact title is Product Domain Expert. Okay. But you are far from a tech guy. You have been involved. You ran a practice for 21 years. You had over 100 staff. You were the head of digital for a network that had 30 firms in it from small 10-people outfits, or some people think that's big, all the way up to big 300 per- And But your claim to fame is you lodged the first ever making tax digital VAT, reform, uh, VAT return, is that submission. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we worked, um, worked very closely um, with HMRC, submitted the first ever um, return, which, you know, is a great thing to have behind you. No one else can do that. And um, that really got me excited with all of the tech and how it helps accountants and bookkeepers. It might be easy for our dear listeners to think that these are two tech people having a conversation, uh, but it certainly isn't. These are a couple of accountants having a chat. We're brought to you live from my my closet at the moment. This is where I think I'm going to get some better audio. Uh, Paul's joining us on team, so you might notice some difference there. But Paul, let's get started. What happened to Receipt Bank? Now I'm talking to you. You're in an orange T-shirt, very familiar, but it says Dext. It does. It does say Dext. So, so let me go back, I suppose, to the, the days when I remember Receipt Bank. So, so when I was in practice, you know, we were using uh, Receipt Bank five, six, seven years ago when it first came out. And, and at the time, what Receipt Bank did was extract your data from invoices. And it didn't do a huge amount more than that. But since then, we have been, or Dex has been, on a, on a huge journey. The original product, Receipt Bank, obviously now known as Dex Prepare, has just expanded, developed even further to bring more functionality. We've got new products, Dex Precision and Dex Commerce, which we can come on to later. Um, and we are constantly evolving and developing what we have. And because we're now a multi-platform product, we also rebranded and we became Dext this year. And lots of questions came out. Why Dex? What does it mean? And whenever you rebrand, whenever you've got a new name, there'll always be people saying, well, I preferred the old name. You know, Receipt Bank said what it did on the team. But we're <laughs> more than one product now. And that's why we wanted to rebrand. And Dext is is very much two words together. It's dexterity, 
that um, accountants and bookkeepers bring to their clients and also um, next generation. And we sort of combine the two because I strongly believe that the future of accounting and bookkeeping is changing and it's changing at a huge rate. And there's this new generation of accountants, bookkeepers coming into the market who look at things differently. One of the funniest comments I, I saw about what DEX means, uh, in Australia at least, it means drunk text. It, it means that over here as well. It means that in the, oh. the UK. So we were aware of that. Um, and we knew that someone was always going to pick that up. But when you try and think of a new name, it, it's, it's never the easiest thing to do. Some will always say no. Others will say that's fine. But over time, we just become Dext. That's, that's us. That's our brand. I, I want to live in the world where small business owners are drunk texting their bookkeepers and accountants <laughs> because I, I think we'll find out the real skeletons that are going on, the real issues we need to manage for them. They, 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 it wouldn't surprise me if there are a few instances in my career that I probably did do that because, <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of my clients were also mates as well. And, um, you know, that's the whole, a lot of the reasons why, why we do what we do. It's all about relationships and support. And, you know, you get to know your clients. I reckon part of the reason there was a bit of a, a furor around the brand name change, definitely in some pockets of social media, which is not representative of the whole profession, um, was that Receipt Bank was loved. And it was loved because you had one of the best engagement programs I've ever seen. I was a part of it. Your orange, uh, was, what was it called? Like the orange hub that you had? Orange and Select. Orange Select. Like, and, and people loved it. And, and I actually looked at some of the stuff that was going on. It's because people are really passionate about the product. Um, so I don't think it's unreasonable. Now, the other funny thing that happened throughout all of this is you change, you're changing your prices. You're in, a, in the process of that now. Uh, Geez, I empathise with you. On, <laughs> on the 1st of February, I announced that that we were putting the change GPS prices up by about 60%. We hadn't increased our prices in 10 years. And it's a funny thing to happen because I don't want anybody increasing prices on me by 60%. And it's a, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Um, why, why do you think it happens, Paul? It, it it's always hard for prices um, when prices go up. I know when I was in practice, we used to, our app stack, there were a number of apps on that. And when prices go up, the immediate response is, why do I have to pay more? You know, where's the where's the logic behind this? But, but Dext is con continually innovating all of our products. And the way I, I look at all of this is, you know, the work that accountants and bookkeepers do is like a factory. You get all of your information in, which is where Dex Prepare sits. All of that may go into your accounting software, like your Xero, your QBO. Then you've got the tools to check it all, which is your Dex Precision. And then you get all of your outputs. And we are trying to, and we are continuing, streamlining the factory for you and those processes so that we can give you more time back. We can create efficiency. We can lower your recoverabilities, improve your margins. We're bringing in more features that help you work close with your clients. So as we continue to innovate and provide more value, it does result in a change in price. 
And we want to be fair with our price and we want to make sure that we're also transparent with our pricing. But that takes time with a company that started just with one product to where we are now. And we're trying to bring it all together and work closely with our partners. The, um, well, yeah, I reckon when you look at the average accountant's budget, I don't think anyone ever expected to budget an increase in software costs for existing software. Uh, I think culturally our industry got this wrong because, I don't know, I never did it in my budgets in my practice. I just assumed that the tech's good. And then I'd go out there, I've just saved 80% of my time. I've just made more money on this particular piece of software. Never occurred to me that software was actually a supplier of mine and that the cost could change. Uh, and, 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 and so just in Australia, at least, Paul, you've had Zeros put their prices up. Dex put their prices up, Change GPS did, BGL put it up, now Infinity put it up by a significant amount. And they just did, I think they did a buy an email and just sort of happened the next day with not much consultation. It, it's kind of just a reality of our business environment. It, it is. The technology now is so important for, for practices. Without the technology, you're going to struggle to grow, you're going to struggle to have the insights, you're going to struggle to support your clients. And the risk is actually you'll lose clients as they move to other firms who are providing all of this technology that not only helps them as a practice, but also helps their client. And, and I remember, you know, from being in practice and looking at the P&L, our software costs were just going up and up and up every year. And actually it started to become second, probably our second most expensive P&L item compared against wages, which was the most. But it was something that we needed to um, just accept. What you do with those costs, though, whether you recharge it on, whether you absorb it, is is a different thing. My from the trenches co-host Paul Meisner would like to say, and often does say, that there ha- it's been a long time since we've had real innovation in the accounting space. Would even argue that that Zero's core innovation of the bank rec was just a much better user experience for existing bank feeds and you know, being involved in developing tech myself now um, i think it's unreasonable to say that that's just a just getting the user experience right it's a really challenging thing to do um, you see a lot of product you're actually in charge of a lot of product has there been a lot of innovation and what's next there has been a lot of innovation and what we're actually going to see, I think, is um, an acceleration of this innovation. It's not going to slow down. It's going to speed up. My favorite product within the DEX platform out of, you know, DEX Prepare, Commerce, and DEX Precision is, is DEX Precision. DEX Precision, for me, is that game-changing solution. It's that extra pair of hands. It's checking numbers for you behind the scenes. It's doing the work for you, which creates time that you can use elsewhere. The functionality we have in there, more AI, more machine learning, is just going to enhance what we currently have. But there'll be new products as well that come down the line. AI stuff's up all the time, though. Like, the, the, you want to get likes on social media, post something witty about AI making a really bad mistake on its recommended posting or, or missing a really obvious posting. Why does that happen? I honestly think when 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 people see AI, I'm not sure everyone fully understands AI. Or I'm convinced, I'm convinced <laughs> people don't understand it. But it's it's. I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't reckon I understand, and I'm trying to work out how to use it in our business. I, I think 
think it's one of those buzzwords we have at the moment. When I look back three, four years ago, the buzzword was cloud. Um, and, and everyone was talking about the importance of the cloud. In the UK at the moment, the buzzword at the moment is, or buzzwords is virtual finance function or um, virtual FD. This is a thing that's now, now going through and, and everyone's just latching onto that. But, but no one, and actually the year before that was advisory. Advisory was the big word. Um, and advisory is a word I absolutely hate because, okay. um, because um, at the end of the day, accountants, bookkeepers have always done advisory. Accountants and bookkeepers have always helped their clients. All technology is doing at the moment is opening the door to help more of your clients and have the visibility that you need. And, and what we always have is these things coming out, all these buzzwords coming out, but no one really defines it or properly explains it. And this is where I think we are with AI and an RPA, which is another buzzword coming out at the moment, not fully understood or explained, but sounds great. All right, you're the genius, you're the guru here. We're going to play some buzzword explanation jeopardy. All right. What is robotic process automation, RPA? Um, so, so RPA is something I've been looking at for the last couple of years. And, and RPA is if you think about a task that you may do manually, um, RPA is the tool that avoids you having to do to do that manual task. That could be um, where I see it is on payroll. So what often happens is you go to your client, get the payroll information, you type it into the payroll software. Once it's all approved, you send the report to the client. They go, yes, that's fine. You process it. RPA, send them a template to put the numbers in. Those numbers will be automatically extracted, dropped into your payroll software. RPA effectively just follows a script. If all agreed, it will automatically send it to your client. If the response back is yes, all done. It removes the need for as much human intervention. That can't be RPA because that's what everybody says AI is. What's AI then? <laughs> so the way I look at AI is streamlining processes and checking um, some of the numbers, making sure that you've categorized something correctly. Have you categorized something as um, repairs and renewals when it should be fixed assets? RPA is processes and it follows a fixed process. AI for me is bringing in more functionality and actually, is that right? But Paul, that can't be right because all of that's just that machine learning business, isn't it? Well, I enjoy playing the role of a simpleton. This is a much easier life. Machine, yeah, I mean, it's, that's a great question because um, I think there's a lot of confusion between all of these. Machine learning is, um, let me try and give you an example of machine learning. Machine learning is something that continually improves and understands what the user is doing and starts to pick up and, and learns from um, the processes, what's happening, and develops from that so that you don't even have to do as much. Now, my take, I'm on your website right now. My take is that Dext uses RPA, AI, and machine learning. We use all elements. All right, we've got three products here. 
Dex Prepare? What, which one does Dex Prepare use? We have machine learning with um, Dex Prepare um, because we've got so much data coming in. Dex Commerce. Dex Commerce is our is our new product at the moment, and I would say, and I don't know the ins and outs of Dex Commerce. Um, um, fully, because really at the moment we're just extracting the data, but there will be an element there of AI and machine learning. Dext precision. This is the AI one, isn't it? AI, yes. Because oh, it's like pin pin the tech buzzword on the Dext product. Um, because Dext precision is is it's learning. It's giving you the insights. It's finding if um, something doesn't look right. Have you miscoded something? Have you treated the a particular supplier differently for GST or categorization? So is it reasonable? I reckon it's reasonable to say if you're using these three products, you are using ML, you are using AI, and you are using RPA. Um, we're probably just getting all excited and distracted by it at the trenches summit. I don't think we've got a single AI RPA. We don't have a whole lot of futurist stuff. We're just focused on what's happening right now. Um, so I'm quite proud of that, actually, because I think you're right. We do get carried away with this stuff a bit too much. We probably are already doing it. Uh, Dex Commerce yeah, is uh, a, a new product. I think, Dex, you guys acquired it. Uh, what is it? I'm, I'm on your website now. I've never seen it before. Yeah, so Dex Commerce is um, such a product I, I really, really like when I first saw it because one of the challenges my team often had was with our clients who dealt with online digital sales, they may have used platforms like eBay, Amazon, PayPal, whatever it may be. One of the challenges was, was the bookkeeping and recording of those transactions. You could export those transactions into Excel. You'd have to tailor it um, and map it correctly, and then you'd import it into your accounting software. That process would take absolutely ages, and it would result in errors. Dex Commerce, you can connect to all of these different platforms. It will bring all of the information in, consolidate that information, bring it into a standardized format, do it line by line, separate sales from costs. So you always make sure your sales are gross. You don't need to do the grossing up for any deductions. Deal with your GST or VAT. Deal with foreign currency transactions. You don't need to worry about cutoff because it's it's constantly feeding the information through and then you press a button and it will send it all across into your accounting software. One of the, uh, I'm just sort of thinking of real world scenarios in my life, um, if, for, if you're using Stripe for payments, you get the one big deposit. Is Dext Commerce the tool that breaks up the deposit into all the individual sales items, plus all the fees, plus all the commissions, all that sort of stuff. Completely, because one of the challenges I always I'll give you have, a call afterwards, mate. I've got a few. Uh, I've got a few problems in my life I need solved. Yeah, and and because everyone, you know, if you use Stripe, you get the net amount going into your bank account, and then you've got to gross up that net amount to all your sales, all your bank charges, all your other things. Dex Commerce does all of that for you. Close it does I think I'm about to become your newest customer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, you're going to be talking at the From the Trenches Summit. Uh, your session is called Improving Recoverability with Advanced Automation. What are you going to be talking about? 
I'm going to be talking around, um, I suppose it really comes back to my factory scenario, how technology can really help you automate the factory so that you get all of your data and you streamline that process as much as possible so you get all of your outputs, your accounts, your tax, whatever it may be, as efficiently as possible. And the more efficient you are, the less time you're charging to your clients, the less whip you've got on your clock. Um, because many, many um, accountants and bookkeepers will have a fixed fee. So if you're charging $1,000 for something and you incur time on the clock of $2,000, you'll often write off that $1,000, the extra $1,000. I'm going to talk about how you can use this technology to reduce the time you put on that clock and therefore ultimately improve the overall recoverability and your GP margin. Uh, if this interests you, and I'd imagine that it would, uh, Paul will be talking on the 13th of September on Monday at 11 a.m. at the time of recording. That's 18 days, 18 hours, 30 minutes, and 2019, 18 seconds away. Get on now and register for it. It's a great session. Uh, Paul, thank you very much for your time today, and thank you for, for shedding a little bit of light on what happened to Receipt Bank and what's going on with the DEX pricing. I certainly empathise with it having done it myself. Um, and honestly, to the accountants out there, when we're running accounting businesses, when I ran my practice, we always got the same advice. Price your clients properly. Get everyone on standardised pricing. Put everyone on recurring billing. Um, have a look each year about your bottom clients and see if they want to be around. And it's advice that I always listen to in my accounting practice. Um, and I, I, I think, you know, maybe we need to be a little bit considerate of some of the suppliers that are in there. And, you know, you could say that I'm got a vested interest in this conversation but um it the suppliers in our accounting practice are different to what the suppliers are 10 years ago um so i i strongly recommend if you're a dext customer if you're an old receipt bank fan get in touch have a chat to them talk about what the best options are for you otherwise i'll see you at from the trenches summit with paul on the 13th of september at 11 a.m thank you very much paul Thanks, David. Really enjoyable. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to an episode of From the Trenches. David and I love to hear from listeners, so you can reach out if you've got feedback or story ideas. Get in touch. I can be reached on Twitter at PaulMeissner underscore or on LinkedIn, PaulMeissner. I'm on Twitter at David Boyar, B-O-Y-A-R, on LinkedIn, David Boyar. From the Trenches.